and welcome everyone to Christmas Movie Spotlight, and uh, this is episode three, and I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I'm also here with my lovely and wonderful friend and co-host, Pam. Hey, Pam. Hi, Dawn. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you this evening? <laughs> oh, you haven't talked in ages, have we? <laughs> we have not talked in ages, probably since what, 30 seconds ago? No. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah. Um, so, how have you been? I mean, how how has your week been? Has it been a good one since the last time we got on here and chatted? Well, more or less. I mean, you know, you live day to day. You put your feet on the ground. You thank God. You get back in bed and you start all over again. I know. Oh, See. Yep. Well. I mean, I know what you mean. I mean, if every day that you get to wake up, it's a gift, that's for sure. And, um, well, you know, um, I want to welcome everyone to our show this evening. And as I said, this is Christmas Movie Spotlight. And movies is spelled M-U-V-I-E-S because what this show does is we review and, and highlight all of the music and movies, brand new Christmas music and movies for 2017 as they are appearing on television in the box office and, um, you know, and all of the major music distributors out there. And that's what this show is about. We, we like to take all of the movies for the coming week and, um, you know, and highlight what's to come to kind of give you a heads up and review them. And we also pick one album every week, one brand new album that's just been released for this holiday season and play a few tracks from it. And, um, and Pam and I always have fun doing that. It's I love reviewing music anyway, but um, I don't know. It's a lot more fun when you and I do it together, Pam. <laughs> it's always more fun with a buddy. You know what I mean? Anything That's so you do. True. <laughs> oh, I'm your buddy. She called me buddy, guys. This is so cool. But um, uh, so anyway, well, yeah, we're starting uh, out that way. As long as you keep nice, so no, I'm I, you know, <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to get coal in my stocking for the holidays. And speaking of the holidays, you know, we just had Halloween what on Tuesday, and so now, um, you know, November we're in November, and you know what that means? Everybody is now in holiday mode. I mean, it's so funny. You're you're dressed up for Halloween, and you're celebrating Halloween Halloween one day, and the very next day, it's like, bam, trees go up, music starts playing. You know, it's just, um, in fact, one of the mu- movies that we reviewed last week, what was it, Bad Mom's Christmas? I think that premiered mm-hmm. at the box office on Wednesday night. So, um, yeah, and uh, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just funny how now it's kind of like November 1 is kind of like it signifies, okay, holiday everything, you know, um, and everybody really starts getting in. The closer we get to Thanksgiving and, and actually, you know, the weekend after, it's everybody is really hyped about it. I mean, at least what I'm seeing. Are you kind of seeing that on social media and all around, people being really, like, super excited about the season? Um, there's some that in my timeline, like in, on Twitter and stuff like that are like, well, yay, it's almost Christmas. And then there's the <laughs> others like, oh my God, it's almost Christmas. <laughs> I know. And, and, and I have to say folks that that's kind of Pam and I, you know, uh, I love Christmas. Like I could easily, well, admittedly, I am listening to Christmas music in July because of course, um, this show airs on the Christmas station as well as Pam's show, um, take two radio. But so the Christmas station launched July one. So naturally 
I've been listening to Christmas music for a while, and uh, and there's a lot of people just like me out there because they have been listening since July as well. But then you've got other people like Pam who are like, why are you talking about Christmas music? It is November 3rd. Really? <laughs> why are we doing this? It's not even Thanksgiving. In fact, I saw someone in my in my news feed, and I, they'll remain nameless. It wasn't you, Pam, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I saw someone in my news feed, uh, and it was like November – it was – yeah, it was November 2nd, and they said, um, it is way too early to be playing Christmas music. I almost, like, bombarded their comment section with all these Christmas videos off of YouTube, like, linked them and stuff, but I did, and I was going to be nice, but, so anyway, you do have both sides of the demographic, you know, where people either love to get in the holiday season really super early, like myself, or people who are kind of like, no, let's wait till after Thanksgiving, you know, so, um, but anyway, and what do you want to add about that, Pam? I'm sure you have something you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I want to add to that? I just think that with doing this show, I don't know if I'm in more in the Christmas spirit, but I'm looking at more Christmas stuff, if that makes sense. And like oh. you know, ideas for our show, for our show and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh, we're always so you're using the show as like that to get into the hall. Oh, I see where. Okay, either I'm rubbing off on you, or you're using no. the show as your cover no. for you know, hey, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go that far. No. Okay, okay. I'm but, but, I'm but I'm I'm thinking of the holiday more because of the show. So yeah, if that makes well, sense. <laughs> well, you know, I, I mean, the holiday season means a lot of things to a lot of people. I mean, it, it there's so much to do. There's so much to celebrate. And, of course, we know that, you know, it is about the birth of Jesus Christ, and that's really what we celebrate um, for Christmas. But it also has so many different fun, gimmicky parts to it that, you know, have just kind of become traditional through the, through the years. But I just want to take a few moments. Pam, um, what are – while we're talking about this, um, and I've got you talking about it, um, what are some of your favorite things about Christmas? What are some things you like to do? Really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I, you know, I like, I actually like to buy the gifts for people that Mm -hmm. are easy to purchase for. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. You know, there's those that are not so easy to purchase for, like my husband, because we've been together over 25 years. I mean, mm-hmm. we seriously don't need anything. Right. And right. the the things that we want can sometimes be pretty expensive. You know, like mm-hmm. okay, I want my house painted. You know, right. And right. that can be expensive, and that's not kind of the thing that you purchase for somebody. For Christmas, unless you're probably in a relationship as long as we've been, mm-hmm. um, I I can share a story with you. For one Christmas, um, a few years after we got married, might have even been been our second Christmas, and uh, <laughs> I remember opening up a gift, and it was a kitchen appliance, and I oh, looked boy. at him and I said, I said, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 
uh, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, he was excited. He thought he was getting you something yeah. he really thought you would enjoy, right? Yeah, exactly. And I said, you don't give Betty Crocker gifts for Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, look, though. But, let's but I did like husband. it, and I did use it. Use it. Well, so. I gotta know what was it? Was it a can opener or was it something really substantial like a KitchenAid mixer? I mean, you know, there are levels oh, of kitchen appliances God. here. <laughs> I th- I I think it was a mixer to tell you the truth, or or a vacuum. I don't know, whatever it was. I don't remember now at this point because he never did it again. But oh gosh, I, I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a great that is a great um, topic for a show in the future as we get a little closer. And the worst Christmas gift you ever got. I mean, my gosh, there we go. But um, but yeah, I mean, for me personally, I'm such a traditionalist. I mean, when I grew up, there were so many traditions we had in my family and things that we did every year that to this day just are synonymous with Christmas for me. Like for example. When I was a kid, we would just go riding around looking at Christmas lights. And um, and one of my fondest memories was my maternal grandmother. She, after my grandfather passed away, she um, would come over on Christmas Eve and spend the night. She didn't do it every year, but most years she did. But we would go out on Christmas Eve looking at Christmas lights. And the Christmas music was playing on the radio. And this was before you had the age of Christmas movie spotlight and Christmas playing, you know, in July. And uh, music, rather. And all these other, you know, ways to access content anytime you wanted it. So, you know, this time right. of year, you were just excited because the radio stations, too, back in the day, did not start playing Christmas music in November. They started after Thanksgiving, like, you know, um, that Friday after Thanksgiving, they would play. And they would even play, I remember, they wouldn't even play continuous. It was just, they would play Christmas music in with their mix of music, their regular programming. Right. But you just got so excited because, you know, hey, Christmas is coming. They're playing Christmas music. And, you know, and it was just the simple traditions of Christmas that made it special. I mean, back then you didn't have smartphones where, you know, you're doing this and that. And it was just the simple traditions that made it so special. And, you know, my grandmother coming and spend the night and she would always bring two gifts. And one she would bring to for us to open on Christmas Eve and one um, we would open Christmas morning when we were opening gifts, but this is a funny story. And Pam, you're going to say, this is so you, but I don't know. I was probably about 10 and I still believed in Santa. Okay. And so my grandmother had brought her traditional Christmas Eve gift. And that year it was one of those huge, ginormous coloring books. It was like when they first started making the really big ones, you know, where you lay on the floor and you color in them. And so she had let my brother and I open these coloring books. And, of course, I'm I'm thinking Santa's, you know, coming. Well, I had, for whatever reason, I, it was such a big coloring book, I slid it under my bed and hid it because I was afraid if Santa saw it, he wouldn't leave me my toys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was really into the Santa thing. And um, so, yeah, I mean, so I did. I mean, I was the one that was watching the sky for Santa. You know, the Santa tracker would come on TV and it'd be like, we got to go. I got to get in bed, you know. It was that bad, but it was fun. When you look back on it, it was a lot of fun. And um, so those are some of my fondest memories of, of Christmas. And, and to this day, music has always been my favorite part of Christmas, aside from, you know, the gifts and the giving gifts and 
you know, celebrating the birth of Christ, but the music, because there's so much of it, and it's just so joyful and peaceful, and, you know, and it's like, you just can't get enough of it, and I honestly think, and I'd love to know your thoughts, but I think that's one of the reasons why people really love Christmas music the way they do, because it kind of takes you away from the craziness of daily life, you know, it's kind of an escape in a right. way. Right, and that, that in the movies. Yeah, That's right. Thing. I was going to say, kind of like the Hallmark movies we were talking about last. I think it was last week, mm-hmm. actually. And um, you know, it's just it's kind of a step away from reality to just, even though it's it's all fantasy, kind of in a way. It's just, I don't know. It's just part of. I think, you know, the traditions you make or the traditions that are made when you're growing up, and you grow up and you instill those traditions in your children, and you see them carrying on those traditions. Sometimes you wonder what are they taking away from what you're teaching them. And as I'm seeing my kids now as adults doing some of these things that they were accustomed to growing up, it it just warms my heart because I think, oh, my gosh, you know, of all the things I probably did wrong as a mom, I must have did something right, (laughs) you know. So, um, yeah, that's that's just a little bit about some of my favorite, but hands down, the the music. Um, So that's probably why I'm listening to it in July, unlike you. (laughs) So, yeah. But that's okay, you know, we're like yin and yang, but, um, so anyway, but, you know, one of the, I think one of the hallmarks, no pun intended there, of the Christmas season, I've said, is, is music, but also another element to Christmas is, it's the season of love, and, um, it's a season of giving, and, and when you're giving, you know, gifts, you're showing an expression of love to those that you're giving to, and, and, uh, it's really not about receiving, it's what you give, and, um, and so, on that note, this week, our album that we're going to be reviewing is the brand new 98 Degrees. Yes, you heard me right. The guys from 98 Degrees are back. And um, after, what, 20 years, maybe? No, back in the 90s. I guess it would be about 20 years. Um, and they had a Christmas album out back then. And um, they announced, uh, I think, late spring that they were going to be releasing a Christmas album this year. And of course, all the girls were fangirling and going crazy. I saw so much commentary from, from now grown women who loved them back then, <laughs> who were just oohing and yeah. on going, Oh my gosh, you know, but, um, so we're going to be reviewing their album this week and it is mighty good. And I know Pam, you've had a chance to sneak peek it too. And what'd you think right out of the gate? Well, um, 98 degrees. I mean, you know, it's just like That's some all we of my need other to say, right? bands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, my <laughs> my first thought was when I heard they were going to release a Christmas album. You know, they were like what late teens, early twenties back then. And so, you know, they're all grown men now. They're married. They're they have families. And so, you often wonder. It's kind of like Hanson when we reviewed that song last week. It was like, are they going to sound the same? And I tell you, I uh, was mighty impressed. They still got it, even after all this time, you know, um, because they haven't actually been releasing albums since um, and doing, I mean, they've been doing a lot of different things, I'm sure, but it's just, it was just, it was very refreshing. It was like, oh my gosh, this is like a little trip back in time. Um, But anyway, as we kick off our show tonight, we are going to play um, one of the songs off of the album. And uh, the album is actually called Let It Snow, but this song is called Season of Love. When the air turns cold and the fireplace starts to glow It must be Christmas, it must be Christmas Twinkle lights on the tree
What do you think, Pam? I love his voice, and I love I the background. Oh, and I can okay. just picture them dancing, you know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. they have those moves, you know, and mm-hmm. even though it's a holiday song, I can still picture them doing their moves. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm so glad this is not like um, a Facebook Live video stream show because I was chair dancing the whole time that song was playing, and, uh, which... <laughs> Would be guaranteed to lose lots of listeners, so we're, that's why we are we did this podcast instead. <laughs> but um, yeah. but yeah, I, that song. I mean, you can't help but you know move um while it's playing, and it's just so classic. Ninety eight degrees, and I love that they 
on this album, you know, from what I've heard, it is so reminiscent of, of what we've heard from him in the past. But the fact that they're all grown men now and they still sound phenomenal, it's just, oh, it's just awesome. So, um, but in any event, we are going to move right into our first, um, into our first movie of the evening. Now, I will tell you that for this coming week ahead, there are only four holiday movies that we are going to be talking about. Um, and as the weeks progress, that will pick up. So some weeks we're going to have more movies than others and a lot to, to, that will be going on. But this week we've got four movies. And so we're going to start off. Um, the first movie that I want to review is The Sweetest Christmas. And it is going to be premiering on the Hallmark Channel on November 11th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. And it stars Lacey Chabert. Lee Coco and Jonathan Adams, and um, and you know I'm sure it, as many of you out there are already watching the Hallmark Countdown to Christmas, and I am loving, loving, loving uh, the movies. Um, I love the fact that they not only premiere all these new ones, but they um, are showing all of the um, ones from years past. And like last night, I was I was really up late working, and uh, Broadcasting Christmas came on, so I was like, yay! But um. But nonetheless, I know a lot of people out there are loving what they're seeing so far. And um, Hallmark has been showing previews for The Swedish Christmas, um, and uh, it looks like it's going to be a great movie. In fact, uh, Pam and I watched the um, the preview of what was to come with Candace Cameron Bure uh, a couple of weeks ago, and this was one of the movies that was premiered. And it showed a pretty good little clip, and it really looked good. But, of course, anything with Lacey Chabert in it um, – and she's been in, um, for the last several years, she's always been in one Hallmark um, Christmas movie. She's just a phenomenal actress. So I always know whatever she's cast in is going to naturally be a great movie. And um, so to give you a little background on um, this movie, The Swedish Christmas, uh, Lacey Chabert plays a struggling pastry chef. Uh, her name is Kylie Watson. And she learns that she's made it to the finals of the American Gingerbread Competition. And she thinks her competitive spirit has finally paid off. And she hopes the publicity will help her jumpstart her new cafe. Um, there's just one problem, though. The oven she's supposed to use breaks down right before the contest. And determined to enter, she reaches out to Nick uh, Manz Manzanti, I Mazanti? think that's correct. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Who is played by Lee Coco? Opposite her. Thank you, Pam. You rescued me from. I cannot say Italian names. I, I try. The, Patricio. I still can't say his last name, but we want we'll, Buani or something. Anyway, sorry, Patricio. Right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so she reaches out to Nick. Will Pam did the honors of his last name? Her old boyfriend from culinary school who gave up his dream of being a pastry chef to take over his family pizzeria. And Nick allows her to use his industrial pizza oven at night to craft her ambitious gingerbread confections. And as the two reminisce about the dreams of their youth, their romance is rekindled. But just as Kylie is on the cusp of taking the grand prize and embracing true love, things get complicated when her ex-boyfriend takes drastic steps to win her back. And Kylie realizes she must embrace the Christmas spirit or risk losing both the contest and her new love. And so, of course, dun, again, done, done, done. Of course, you know, again, anything with Lacey Chabert in it is going to be a great movie, and yeah. I really look forward to this. And uh, Pam, I mentioned this to you recently, but have you noticed how many movies about food that they cast her in as the lead role? Um, 
This mm-hmm. makes, I think, um, about the third or fourth movie that she has been in where she's a cook, she's a chef, she's entered in some sort of food competition. And um, and I, I, I really am tempted to write her and go, do you are do you cook in real life? Do you love this? Do you request to be cast in these movies? Because she plays these parts so well, which she's a phenomenal actress as it is. But it's just interesting because she really, you know, she's an actress, so she's trained to make things look real. But it really makes me wonder some of these things that she's doing in the in the movies. Um, props aside, it looks like she really has a knack for this sort of thing in real life. I'd really be interested in finding out if she loves to cook. Um, so, but nonetheless, it's another great movie, and it's called The Sweetest Christmas. And again, it premieres November 11th, um, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, on the Hallmark Channel. And, um, and she's so, adorable. Oh, my gosh, she's so adorable. I, re- I remember watching her. Um, I think she was in, what, Party of Five. Was that the one? I think that was mm-hmm. the first time I saw her on canvas was Party of Five back on Fox way back in the day when she was way younger. And I have followed her career throughout, and she's just such a great – I mean, she's she's just so endearing and such a sweetheart, and you just can't help but love her. She's just – she's so right. – I mean, I think in real life she would be just like she is. You see her in the movies. You know, she just has that spirit about her. I think so, it. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this, and um, I think it's going to be a good one, and I think it's um, very well could be ranked right up there, pretty high for the season. Um, you know, there's always, you know, at least one movie every holiday season that I could watch over and over and over. In fact, they're already playing one from last year that I've already seen three times this season, and what they just kicked it off last Friday. So they played that movie at least three times already, but that's okay because I could watch it again and again and again. Do you care to know which one it is, Pam? Which one? Take a guess. Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like out of a bazillion Hallmark Christmas movies, and I'm telling you to take a guess, right? I was going to say, there's so well, many okay. Hallmark movies alone. Right, hang on. <laughs> We're going to do, this was not scripted, guys. This is kind of like something that just came to me. But I'm going to kind of, I'm going to give you five movie titles from last holiday season. Okay, not like beyond last holiday season on the Hallmark Channel only, not movies and mysteries. So it was a Hallmark Channel movie, okay? And, um... And I'm going to let you try to guess which one was my favorite from last year. Um, Hang on a second. And I will give you these here momentarily. All right. So the first one was um, A Wish Wish for Christmas. Hold on a second. I hope you're not hearing that because I'm hearing it. I don't know what you mean. Well, there was a video that started playing when I pulled up this website, and I'm hearing it in my oh. earphones. And now <laughs> no, I've X out of it, and it won't go anywhere. Hold on a second. It's just like, what in the Sam Hill? <laughs> <sighs> okay, that was quite alarming. Okay, here we go. Live so, radio, uh, people. <laughs> radio, live radio. You just can't make this stuff up. All right, so um, here are the five. I would say my top five from last holiday season on the Hallmark Channel. A Wish for Christmas, which starred Lacey Chabert and Paul Green. That was like the very first movie they used in their kickoff to Christmas last year. Um, Let's see. Uh, Every Christmas has a story with Lori Loughlin, Colin Ferguson, and Willie Ames. Uh, 
uh, a, The Mistletoe Promise, which starred Jamie King and Luke McFarlane. Oh, uh, let's see. A December Bride, starring Daniel Lissing and Jessica Loundis. And Broadcasting Christmas with Melissa Joan Hart and Dean Kane and Cynthia Gibbs. Oh, and Jackie Harry and Richard Klein. So which one do you think was my favorite? A Wish for Christmas. That was my second favorite. And they have okay. not aired that yet that I'm aware of. Um, you know what? I was watching a bunch of Hallmark movies. And I want to say it was one that they did play, or maybe one that's coming up. No, this would be um, no. It's it's been played already. It's it's aired at least. No, three no. Times. I'm saying, I know. I'm saying for like. Oh, okay. The ones that I've been watching, like since last week, since our mm-hmm. last show. Okay. You no, know, I want to say that it played already mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but I can't remember exactly now. Because I did see oh. it before, so they kind of all run together when I you're know, watching a bunch in a row. I know it's like Hallmark Movie Christmas Marathon. It's just like whoa, you know. But um, well, I will tell you, it was a December Bride with Daniel Liston and Jessica Landis. Um, I don't know what it was about that movie last year. I think it was Daniel Liston. He's just so incredibly handsome and charming, and you just go, ah. Oh. He's got to be like this in real life. He's got to be the ultimate romantic. But that movie, I loved. Um, I didn't just love the fact he was in it. And, and Jessica Landis is just absolutely beautiful. But the storyline was awesome. The sets were gorgeous. Um, do you remember which one I'm talking about, Pam? The top of my head, no. I mean, I remember the title, mm-hmm. but I have to actually see. This was the one where um, she... Which, by the way, they only had 20 brand new movies last year. And um, as opposed to this year, what they have, 2022 this year. Um, but nonetheless, this, the basic, the background to the movie was Jessica Lounders played a, she was the lead in it, and her boyfriend uh, dumped, uh, got together with her cousin and married her cousin. And broke her heart. And Daniel Lissing uh, was kind of like this guy that kind of comes to her rescue. And he has this house. And she ends up, they were having like a parade of homes Christmas style for the holidays. And she decorates his house. And through the course of that, they grow closer. And and the reason why it's called a December Bride is because she always wanted to be a December Bride. Because her mother, who had passed away when she and her father got married, they got married in December at Christmas. And so that was her dream. She always wanted to be a December bride herself. But that is just the most endearing movie. I just love it. It was on last night and it came on at ten o'clock and I was like, I really need to go to bed. I stayed up till midnight and watched that movie. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're gonna play this a lot. <laughs> but anyway, so that was my favorite I, movie. You know what though, yeah. I've done the same thing, so <laughs> All right, all right, stop watching one and I know many of you out there can attest to this too, but I start watching one and I think, okay, I know this is going to be on, you know, at a reasonable hour of the day or night, you know, where I could watch this. And, and you just get sucked in. You just can't stop. So, <laughs> oh right. My now, so, let me you tell know. you, one of my favorite movies that I watched Okay, was I was, was going to ask it was, you, by the way. Was, yes. <laughs> I just wanted to say real quick, it was bittersweet because mm-hmm. 
It had Alan Thicke in it um, oh. and Candace Cameron Burr called Let It Snow. Yes. And it was the first movie that I've watched of him since his passing. And mm-hmm. it just, like, struck me all over again that he's gone, you know. And it's just like, oh, oh no. so you love and... the movie even more, you know. Yes, yes. And um, I know what you mean. And um, they haven't, I don't think they played that one yet. But um Yeah. They did. I watched this But I know it will be it will be in the mix of movies that they'll be airing this year for sure. Um you know. In fact, <laughs> I'm looking at their website now and A Wish for Christmas is on right now. But hey folks, you don't want to go watch it right now. You want to listen to our show and then go watch it because you know they're gonna play it again. But nonetheless, I mean, um I know what you mean and it's and when I see a Let It Snow this year and I see Alan Thick in it. It's just going to be, like you said, it's going to be very bittersweet. And it's just, I still can't believe he's gone. It just doesn't even seem comprehensible that he's gone. Um, and, in fact, I saw an article just in the last couple of days where his wife um, did an interview for the first time since he passed away and broke her silence. And she said that he had a massive heart attack. And... Um, And uh, nonetheless, she said that what happened was they had to take him into surgery um, because he was having some complications. And he had something with his aorta. He had a ruptured aorta in surgery, and he died then. So they were trying to save him. Um, but as just it's just such a – it just happened so fast. Um, but anyway, he is um, sh- sorely missed and um, will never be forgotten. That is for sure. And um, so anyway, on that note, we're going to kind of move things along, kind of got off a little bit, which is, as I we said in week one, in episode one, Pam and I are infamous for this. We try to follow the script, so to speak. <laughs> and we always kind of, we kind of segue into so many different things that we talk about related to what we're talking about. And there you have it. So, uh, but anyway, we're going to kind of um, move along now and review the next um, song on the 98 Degrees brand new album called uh, Let It Snow. And, uh, and Pam, while we're at it, would you mind, uh, did you find any background about this album? I mean, I know we touched on it a little bit ago, but um, was there anything else out there about it that you think folks might want to know? Well, what some may not know, but I would imagine most uh, 98 Degree fans do know, uh, is that this is their second Christmas album, which was released on October 13th, um, called Let It Snow, like you said. And it's a follow-up to their 1999 Platinum Holiday record, This Christmas. You know, I didn't realize that it had gone platinum. So that was that's that's news to me. Um, and 1999, wow. I mean, that's just... Yeah, it's been a bit. <laughs> it's been a little while. <laughs> but again, you know, it kind of, I mean, that was when they were still basically, you know, late teens, early 20s then. And, and you know, and now it's 2017 and they've released this album and they still sound as good. I mean, that's a real testament to just how talented they are that all these years later, 
they sound as good. And like you said, I bet they they do have the moves still because you know Nick Lachey has been on Dancing with the Stars since then too, right? Yeah. And um, yep. so, yeah, and uh, so, but anyway, I want to give you a quick rundown of the song list on this album. Um, what Christmas Means to Me, Please Come Home for Christmas, Run, Rudolph, Run, Let It Snow, Seasons of Love, which we just heard a few moments ago, What Child Is This, The First Noel, Mary Did You Know, Old Little Town of Bethlehem, Little Saint Nick, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and River. And, um, and without... Uh, if you had not heard any of these songs, Hammond, you just read the song list on the the album. Out of those, which one would you be most interested in hearing them perform? Well, Jax has given her I, opinion. I would, I would be. Yeah, I know. Hold on, I'm sorry. Again, <laughs> with the dog. Just, that was you know what? Perfectly timed. Listeners, just think of my dog as reindeers. You know, that's there all. There you go. And they have <laughs> Pam's dogs are adorable. And one day we're going to post pictures of her dogs on our Facebook page. But um, but I thought that was perfect. I mean, j- they have a voice. They really do. Um, and and that was perfectly timed. And I think they are big fans of 98 Degrees, without a doubt. And, I um, think so. <laughs> <laughs> because, obviously, they have some input. So what do you think? They were saying about, what do you think they think the best song um, that 98 Degrees does on this album? Or what would be the one that you think they would be, or you for that matter, would be most interested in hearing them perform? Um, I actually love that Seasons of Love, the first song we played. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, there's so many on here. I mean, they're all... Um, by nature really great songs and um but one of the songs on here and we won't be airing it tonight but um one of the songs the last song of the album river which is is in recent years has become one of my favorite christmas songs um just added to the mix of my favorite christmas songs and because it it can be done any number of ways and the first time i ever heard that song was when robert downey did it for the ally mcbeal soundtrack that that cast did for christmas i don't know if you remember that pam but um, it was the first time I ever knew or realized that Robert Downey Jr. could sing, and he did a phenomenal job on that. And uh, see, the dog agrees. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, I'm so impressed. But um, we're just going to make your dog a part of the show. I think it would be awesome. Uh, but anyway, that was – but I, I really was interested to see how 98 Degrees would do the song. And it is – they did a great job. So, it, again, it's another version of that song that I've come to love, I must tell you. And um, so we're going to – as we go through the show tonight, we're going to listen to um, the first of – several tracks where well, we're going to listen to several tracks off of the album but uh for now we're going to hear hear uh, what christmas means to me
me and off of the album Let It Snow. All right, Pam, what did you think? I, you know what, listening to these songs, I just, it is a bebop in your chair type <laughs> of album with the songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no matter how you feel about Christmas, it's, you know, just listening to the music and them sing and being one of your favorite bands and, you know, everything's up-tempo. You can't help but feel good at the moment. That's so true. And I want to give you a little background on this song. The first artist to release the song, it was in 1967. It was Stevie Wonder. And and then the next artist, this was the, the uh, version that I became familiar with the song, was Paul Young in 1992. And um, and then after that, Jessica Simpson recorded it in 2004. Mandisa recorded it in 2007. Oh, and by the way, a group by the name of Boyzone recorded it in 1995. And Train recorded it on their Christmas album in 2015. And now we have 98 Degrees. And also, this is not included, but CeeLo Green recorded a version of this, uh, I want to say back along 2013, 2014. Um so it has been recorded quite a few times, but I love this song, and I think 98 Degrees has done it justice um, as they do everything they sing. They could sing the phone book, and it would sound. We'd be bebopping to that, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it's a great song. I love it. I'm glad we're reviewing this album this week. It was a good choice, Pam. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say that, you know, if I was going to choose different albums to play every single year, I think this would be in my top list. Mm-hmm. Oh, most definitely. Oh, yeah. This is definitely going to be one that I include in my in my library of, of many Christmas albums, but one that I would be more likely to play than some of the others that I have. So um, mm-hmm. it's a new favorite, new favorite. Um, but right. anyway, so... That was What Christmas Means to Me, and uh, so we're going to move along now with our next Hallmark movie that's coming up this coming week, and uh, Pam, take it away. Well, the next movie would be Enchanted Christmas. Sounds good already, just by the title, Mm -hmm. doesn't it? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that premieres on the Hallmark movie channel, or Hallmark channel, I should say, on November 12th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. And it stars Alexa Pena Vega and Carlos Pena Vega. Um, Weeks before Christmas, interior designer Laura is sent to her hometown of Santa Fe, New Mexico, to remodel a landmark hotel. As Laura is kept busy with the renovations, her eight-year-old daughter, Nicole, is introduced to the art of salsa dancing at a local dance studio. Laura is surprised to find that the studio's owner is Ricardo. Oops, sorry. She doesn't like that name, I guess. Here we go. (laughs) Or she wants to salsa dance. I don't know. Um, uh, maybe she's <laughs> upset because the music stopped. You never know, but um, she's definitely got something to say about it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, so anyway, the studio's owner is Ricardo, her old high school sweetheart and former salsa dance partner. When Laura and Ricardo reconnect, sparks fly on and off the dance floor. The beautiful Christmas traditions of New Mexico become the backdrop for spirited dancing and unexpected romance. And I love this. I cannot Mm -hmm. wait to see it because I just love watching 
that type of dancing. Uh-huh. I love seeing that it's going to be in a dance studio, and so we're going to see probably more than one dance. And, of course, that there's romance in it, and you'll oh, get to yeah. see some traditional stuff of New Mexico. So oh, yeah. I mean, I can to. already imagine the scenery is going to be amazing in this movie. And mm-hmm. um, many people may or may not know that Alexa Penavega and Carlos Penavega are married in real life. So there's well, been a yes. lot of buzz yep. about <laughs> the two of them starring in this movie. And, you know, Alexa has been in several Hallmark Channel movies Um over the years, especially in recent years, and she's a phenomenal actress. I just love her. She's so cute and so charming, and um, and he is as well. I mean, the previews that we saw uh, a few weeks back, this really looked like it was going to be a great movie, and you could really see the chemistry, obviously, between the two of them. So I, I'm with you, Pam. I think this is going to be uh, this is going to be one of those that's going to be up there for the holiday season. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for it. I know. So November twelfth. That's it's right around the corner. So, um, uh, but in any event, um, we're going to move along. And our next song that we are going to be reviewing is again from Ninety Eight Degrees. Again, their album is Let It Snow. And now we are going to premiere the title track, Let It Snow. Man, the harmony on that was just unbelievable. And 
Okay, Pam. Was that acapella? Um, well, there was still music in there, but there was probably some acapella parts. Um, and mm-hmm. I absolutely love when any singer or band will do an acapella version of a song mm-hmm. because to me it shows the true talent of their voices. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, you cannot fake it when you're doing acapella. Mm-mm. And nope. singing harmony is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Um, and uh, for any band that can master that, uh, it's just, it's amazing to me. I'm always mesmerized by that, mainly because I can't sing harmony. Well, I can't really sing anyway, but <laughs> but, but um, <laughs> I've tried to sing harmony before, and it is very hard because you really have it to is. think about singing your part while someone else is singing mm-hmm. a different part and trying to blend it and it's very confusing for me. I always want to sing the wrong part, <laughs> you know, or the part I as if I were just going to sing it solo. So it's uh, it's very difficult. But um, but nonetheless, that that to me is another great um song on this album, and um, it's kind of up there. Um, I love I love Let It Snow anyway, and I knew before I ever heard this song done by Ninety Eight Degrees that they were going to do it justice, and they did. They did not disappoint. That is for sure. So um, definitely, oh, and his, well. his voice was so um, like you know soprano or whatever um, on the song, and and you kind of go back to when they were younger, and again, to me, mm-hmm. as they mature, you would think they would get rid of that, you know, not on yeah. purpose, of course, but it right. just sticks with some of the artists, and and thank God that it does because that's who you fell in love with that that is the voice that you fell in love with and it's great when it carries through oh i know and and this album is proving to be as we're hearing and as we've heard previously i mean it's proving to be a great walk down memory lane um it's almost like we're back then in 1999 listening to 98 degrees do their second christmas album you know it's hard to believe it's 2017 and they're in the here and now and they've released this and they still sound as good if not better than they did back then. Um, so right. anyway, it's uh, so far so good. <laughs> well, right. we're gonna move into <laughs> we're gonna move into our third Hallmark movie for this week that we're reviewing, and this one will be premiering on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Channel on November 11th uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, and it's called A Song for Christmas, and it stars Becca Tobin and Kevin McGarry. And um, and basically, the plot for this is pop superstar Adelaide Kay is so fed up with her controlling manager that she sneaks off the tour bus after their latest squabble. And though exhilarated to be free, she finds herself stranded in the freezing cold of a Pennsylvania winter with no money and no plan. And a local family, the Laps, take her in. They know the true meaning of the season, even if they're close to losing their dairy farm. No one in the family recognizes Adelaide except Dylan, the oldest son. He figures she's the ticket to fast cash and plots to snap photos of Adelaide around the farm and sell them to the tabs. What he doesn't plan, however, is their mutual attraction. Oh, this sounds good, Pam. Uh yeah, definitely. You know, I love I love the love hate relationships that a lot of them have in the beginning mm-hmm. and then you watch mm-hmm. them evolve. Oh yeah. 
for sure. I mean, that is kind of like signature Hallmark style in their movies. But the one mm-hmm. thing I love about the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel is that the movies tend to be a little bit more serious content. And um, like, you know, the Hallmark channel is just like sweet and sappy and, you know, um, and then the Hallmark uh, Movies and Mysteries tends to kind of go down a little darker path. Like, you know, this plot mm-hmm. um, where you've got Dylan and he's wanting to, you know, he's kind of scheming. You would never find any of those people scheming on the Hallmark Channel, <laughs> you know, in those Christmas movies. Right. So, um, <laughs> you know, but it, I like a, I like a good movie with a good plot line, and I think this is going to be this is going to be another great one. And um, and I love how you know, even though both channels are premiering movies every weekend between now and Christmas, um, they do stagger the times, which is kind of good. So you can kind of flip over between the two if you want to see them both as they premiere on one channel or the other. But um, you can be an hour in on the Hallmark Channel and go, oops, okay, time to switch over. Um, but, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. This is uh, to see how it all plays out. Um, it should be quite good. Definitely. And don't forget they play it again. So, you know, if you don't have a DVR like Dawn. <laughs> I know. I don't. I would never go back and watch anything I put on a DVR. So I just said that would probably be the biggest waste of my time. because And the poor DVR, I mean, it would just get filled up and never get watched. So, so we just never went down that path. But, uh, but, you know, I know people have them and they are very, very happy to have them, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I'm thankful that the great thing about the Hallmark Channel is they're so good about their programming for the holiday season that, you know, if you miss a favorite movie or a movie you're looking forward to when it's due to premiere, you you can count on being able to catch it again before the season ends. So that's the beauty of it. Um, so anyway, that one, again, will premiere. Uh, it's called A Song for Christmas, and it will premiere Saturday, November 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. All right, so now... We're going to move into our next 98 Degrees song. And I'm, I'm so enjoying playing the songs off of this album this week. Um, I just look forward to the next song um, every time. And uh, and this next song, uh, I when I saw the title in the uh, jacket, I was like, hmm, I wonder how they're going to do this song. And, uh, of course, I was not – I mean, I was pleasantly surprised at how – they sounded and how they this song um that i'm talking about is mary did you know and it's it's one of my favorite christmas songs um because it's a little different than say your standard traditional carols or hymns that you hear at christmas time but it has a great message and a great meaning and uh, and i was really curious how you know uh 98 degrees was going to do the song so we will premiere this for you now it's 98 degrees and mary did you know
I think one of the reasons is because Nick Lachey just kind of takes the lead on it and it kind of just is more like a solo than it is. I mean, you hear the rest of the guys, you know, filling in and doing some runs here and there, but I just love the simplicity of the song and uh, the cello in it. It just, uh, it just really has that whole seasonal holiday feel to it. Um, Pam, what did you think? Well, I have to tell you, I did not listen to the song previous to just playing it now. And as much as I love season, a season of love, I think this one has become my new favorite off the album. I love it. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it just—it <laughs> was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the first time I heard it when I was reviewing it for you know prior to the show as we were prepping for the show. My thing was, it was it really grabbed me right out of the gate. Um, you know, because when you when you traditionally know how a song has been done previously and you kind of know what to expect, you kind of go into hearing a different version by different artists with that expectation. And um, and when this started off and then he just, Nick just started singing, um, you know, at any time I kept waiting for the rest of the guys to just kind of chime in throughout the song. And they were kind of blended in, but it really was just a Nick Lachey solo but it was so beautifully done and it was so moving um it was very moving 
Um, and that song's a moving song anyway, but if it's done by a phenomenal um, artist with a very talented voice, uh, it does, I mean, it just, it does something to you when you hear it. And uh, so, yeah, again, I, I think I'm right there with you, Pam. I think this might be my favorite on the, the album, too. Yeah, yeah, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, I guess we're going to talk about, we've got one more movie that we are going to discuss for this week. As I said at the top of the show, we only had four movies to talk about. Um, and it probably won't be until the next week or so that we'll start getting, you know, we'll start adding in um, Ion TV and Lifetime. And believe me, they have new movies for 2017 as well. There's a couple other box office movies that we're going to be talking about as the season unfolds. And, of course, lots of new Christmas albums. So this week, um, you know, being uh, the, you know, kind of early into the holiday season, there were only four new movies, and they just happened to be Hallmark. (laughs) So the last movie, I mean, it just happened to be, I mean, you know, if you have no other movies to talk about every week, you can count on there's going to be four from Hallmark that are going to be brand new to everybody. So, um, but nonetheless, Pam, uh, this one was on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel, I believe, correct? Yes, yes, and it's called Engaging Father Christmas, and it premieres Sunday, November 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, and it stars Aaron Krakow, Niall Matter, and Wendy Malick, and love those three. I have mm-hmm. to say that right off the top. Mm-hmm. I, uh, oh, my gosh. And Wendy Malick, I will watch her in anything, I swear. Mm-hmm. I just love her. So I'm glad to see she's in this movie. Um, okay, so here we go. It's Christmas, and Miranda, played by Erin Krakow, leaves Seattle with a suitcase full of presents to join her long-lost family in Carlton Heath, where she will experience the joyful traditions she missed as a child. Last Christmas, Miranda fell in love with Ian, who's played by Niall Matter, a local man who helped her as she searched for her father, James Whitcomb, a famous theater actor she believed had a connection to the town. At his widow, Margaret, which is played by Wendy Malick, at her at Margaret's request, Miranda agrees to keep it a secret to protect the family from scandal. This Christmas, she fears the warm welcome she received from the Whitcomb family will soon turn cold when Miranda receives an anonymous text from someone who threatens to expose her identity. And there goes the mystery. Dun, dun, dun. When we're talking about these Hallmark movies and Mystery Channel, when we, when we know there's going to be like a dun, 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 we need a, we need a whole sound yeah. effect for that. But, um, I know, but, right? You know, oh, my gosh. Do you remember last Christmas when, I think it was Father Christmas, where, um, you know, the three of them were in that movie. This is kind of like the sequel to that. Mm-hmm. And it moves mm-hmm. forward. And when I saw um, a while back that this was going to be, you know, kind of the sequel and we would get more of the story, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be great. I mean, the movie, the first movie, you know, it was a full story and it ended well. And, and it was just um, – it answered a lot of questions. Um, and I just was so excited that they had added a sequel because I feel like – they're going to be able to build on that. So right. it'll be interesting right. to see this movie and then get to the end of it and wonder if there's going to be a third uh, movie coming in this, 
you know, or if this will be the end of, of it, you know. But the first movie did kind of leave me wondering, okay, are they going to make a sequel to this? Because this could certainly have a sequel, you know. Uh, but if it hadn't have, I think it would have been fine as a standalone. But I was just so excited. And anything with Aaron Krakow, and like you said, these three, um, mm-hmm. I love it. I love watching these three. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she and Niall, they have great chemistry on screen too. Um, so believable. Uh, so great casting in this film. So I'm looking forward to it. In fact, I think I'm probably going to watch this when it premieres, um, just because <laughs> um, I've been looking so forward to it. <laughs> I may have to watch on the Hallmark Channel that night when they're premiering over there. I may have to just catch that on a rerun. But this one, I have to watch it as it premieres because it's just it's going to be so good. Um, I feel sure. Yeah. And um, so anyway, um, and uh, yeah, you and I will be um, probably watching together, uh, twelve hundred miles apart, and texting. By the way. Um, <laughs> Even though we said we don't do that, yeah, <laughs> there they, are times we do. <laughs> there well, are times we do. <laughs> and there's an inside joke there, folks. If you tuned into the show last week, <laughs> Pam and I, we we were talking about when the Hallmark movies start for the season. Uh, we were saying, you know, we try not to text, we don't take phone calls, we sit and we're glued to the television and we're watching the marathons and we're, you know, just don't bother us. And last week, the first movie premiered. And she sent me a text right as the the opening music was playing. And she says, okay, I'm not taking any texts, LOL. <laughs> and we ended up texting throughout the movie because we were talking about the yeah. movie. And she said, I'm so telling on you next week during the show. So yeah. I'm kind of telling on myself. But we you did. did. We, kinda, we broke our own rule, didn't we? <laughs> we did. But it's funny, you know, even though we know each other for so many years, we never really um, watched movies together. Like, you know, we probably were watching them at the same time, but we never really knew each other was watching the movie, if that makes sense. But now with this show, we know that we're going to be watching. And maybe that's what makes it different, you know, and that's why we well, I have to tell you, we were watching the we were watching the movie last week, the first one that premiered for this holiday season, and she and I were, and we won't tell you anything we were texting because it's just that would even just be funnier, but um, <laughs> but we were just kind of going back and forth and commenting on different things throughout the movie, and it was so funny because I would text her something that I was thinking, and she would go, get out of my head. So she was thinking it, too, yeah. but it was just hilarious. But you would have to really know us to the point yeah. that you know this dynamic that we have. It's hilarious. But, yeah, so we totally broke our own cardinal rule about not mm-hmm. taking during these movies, and we did it last week. And I have a feeling we'll probably yep. do it again because <laughs> as we go through this no season, doubt. we're now going to be watching these movies and going, okay, you know, what do you think kind of thing. So anyway, and by the way, if if anyone out there saw the the movies last week, A Christmas Cure, and oh my gosh, I then forgot the name of the one that we watched. Mary, oh, Mary, Mia. Mary, me at Christmas. Okay. And um, those were the two that have premiered thus far. And so if and by the way, we've had the other ones that have premiered too. So this was this was two weeks ago actually, because um, this is now two weeks yeah. later. Remember. 
Um, I'm yep. really mixed. See, I'm I'm in the holiday season, and I'm already mixed up on like what week it is. You know, it's kind of all starting to become this blur because of the hustle bustle that started. But um, but yeah, it was the it was the premiere two weeks ago that we sat and we watched the first movie, and we broke our rule about texting. But we've we've been doing it since as well. But um, but if you of all the movies that you've seen thus far that have premiered on both channels, um. Let us know what you think. We would love to hear, you know, what you think about this movie. Do you have a favorite so far? Um, are you, you know, have you got one that you just want to watch over and over already and you can't wait for them to re-air it? We would love to hear from you. And um, so please send send us that and, um, you know, hit us up on Facebook. You can email us. And Pam, give out that information, if you will. I don't have it readily. I don't have it handy, I should say. Well, look at you. you. have I'm. I know, aren't I? It's all, I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> you can you can post on uh, Dawn's Christmas page. Um, it's called the Christmas Station, and it's on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. If you look in the bio of this show while you're listening. It, you, there's a clickable link if you click on the Christmas Station Facebook page, and otherwise just you know type it in the search and you'll find it right there. Um, you can also tweet it to us. Um, actually, made a Twitter at Christmas Movies, and that's X M A S M U V I E S. So be sure to follow us there and chat with us. Um, you know, we're always putting out what movies we're watching at that point in time, and you know, we'd like to have a little conversation with everybody. Um, and then, Don, what's your email? Um, you can reach me at christmasstationradio at gmail.com. And, um, you know, so if you'd like to just drop me a line, you can. And we have a an email. I think you said this was what I was alluding to. You said Pam set oh, okay. up an email. I wasn't sure. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Pam was kind enough in my craziness of life and busyness. I didn't have time to do this. So Pam was kind enough to set up an email address for our show, Christmas Movie Spotlight. And I could not remember the the uh, email address right off the top of my head. So I apologize, Pam. But Pam was great. No, that's okay. <laughs> and um. And so you can even send it there if you'd like, but um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you can reach Christ- us any number of ways. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Christmas Movie Spotlight at Gmail dot com. Well, I mean, imagine that was just too easy, and how can I not yeah, know right? that? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we need a sound effect for that too. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's too funny. But um, yeah. I have to, so, you know what I have to do? I have to get a sound bite that says "dork." <laughs> I know, I know. That's another running joke between Pam and I, because uh, I mean, I say some really crazy things sometimes, and she'll go dork. I mean, I just, I never know what she's going to come back with. But the one thing I know she's going to come back with, if nothing else, dork. We can be texting, she can be messaging me on Facebook or somewhere, and I can say something, and it's like I have this epiphany, oh my gosh, did I really just say that? And you'll go, I mean, while I'm thinking it, she's typing dork and sending it with like five exclamations. So there you have it, folks. Um, such is the dynamic between Pam and I. <laughs> and you got to love us. We need our own, we need our own um sitcom or reality show I think (laughs) (laughs) the alternate alternate universe show (laughs) I'm telling you what 
and don't give me the email address because I won't know it, right? Um, but anyway, we're going to move right along, and we've got another one of the songs from a 98 Degrees um, Let It Snow Christmas album, brand new for 2017. And, uh, and I saved this song for last because this song has been released by quite a few artists through the years. Um, I think the most popular version of the song was done by the Beach Boys, and I'm talking about Little St. Nick. And so I was really curious at the outset how this song was going to be done by 98 Degrees. And um, again, they did not disappoint. It is a great version of this song. And we're going to play that for you now, 98 Degrees and Little St. Nick. Once again, I was bebopping in the air chair. And uh, what about you, Pam? Yep, yep definitely. <laughs> Once again, I'm glad they can't see us. <laughs> you know what's it even might... funnier is bebopping with the dog. Because oh, yeah. I was making her dance. I was making her dance. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm back now. <laughs> well, I'm sure she was enjoying Maybe that's why she was barking earlier. She was enjoying being 
you know, dancing with you and then you stopped and it's like, wait a minute, you know our pets, they're so spoiled anyway. I have a cat, by the way. That's why you're not hearing a dog barking, my cat. But my cat does her fair share of um, meowing and talking to me. And um, she's just not in the room right now. Um, oh, my gosh, that would be... <laughs> Pam, I know the your when your dogs are barking when we're on air, it drives you bonkers. But um, trust me when I tell you, if my Rosie was here, it would drive us bonkers. <laughs> she would not be yeah. having it. But um, oh my gosh, at least your dogs are willing to play along. You know, like they're barking at the appropriate cue without being cued and all this. My cat would be like dominating <laughs> the whole thing. It would be uh, it would be like any video you've ever seen of cats where you know they are so dominant and. They're mm-hmm. doing crazy things, and it's unpredictable, you know? So, anyway. But that was, um, you know, getting back to the song, that was a great song. I loved their version of this. And I think, you know, what we reviewed tonight from this album is, um, as a whole, the album is just phenomenal. And it's just good to see them making their comeback. And what I would be interested in seeing is if they're going to release, you know, an album beyond the holiday album. You know, I hope they didn't just, like, release the album you know for old time's sake and then they'll kind of go away quietly i'd really like to see this be the start of something um now that they've kind of brought their career you know brought this back to do this album so what do you think oh yeah i definitely agree um and i think that hopefully i should say i'm wishing the same thing that they you know continue on with the music because there's a lot of people out there like us that would love to hear Mm -hmm. more from them Oh, definitely, definitely, and um, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, we have had a great time reviewing this album from Ninety Eight Degrees, and uh, the album again is Let It Snow. And we hope that you know playing some of these songs off the album tonight has given you a great taste of what you can expect. And uh, from what we've been able to tell, every song on the album is just equally good. There's not a bad song, and Ninety Eight Degrees. Um, for the first time since 1999 has not disappointed in terms of, you know, being all this, this gap in between then and now. And uh, they still got it. They're still just as immensely talented and they sound just as wonderful as they did back then. So uh, we're glad they're back. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, before we end the show, I'd like to bring up a few things that we've done lately. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm, on my website on Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, if you go on the home page, there's a button to click where it'll bring you right to the Christmas Movie Spotlight page that tells you, you know, what we do and what we'll be doing each week and so on and so forth. But there's also some little clickable links on there where you can listen to the previous broadcast um, and then watch the movie trailers that we speak about on our show each week. Like, you know, tonight we spoke about those four movies. And I'll have the movie trailers on there for that. And then the holiday music we shared, I've got clickable um, photos of the albums where you can click on it. It'll bring you to Amazon and where you can purchase the album. And then last but not least, a new um, idea that we came up with is holiday cookie recipes. And right now I have three of them on there because Tonight is our third show, so each week we'll bring you a new cookie, cookie recipe that you can check out and maybe even try. And we'd love to hear from you if you tried any of them and let us know what you think of it. And you know what? As you're sitting there talking about cookies, 
I'm thinking to myself, there's our reality show. Could you imagine us trying to do a cookie cooking show live, like via YouTube? Oh I mean, that would be hilarious. <laughs> um, 1,200 miles apart, by the way. I mean, that would take some major technology, but that would be that's hilarious just thinking about it. I mean, really, like the two of us trying to cook, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, yeah, how I'll much just, cooking would actually get done? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we would we would like, you know, I can envision how this would go. It would be like, um, okay, we would have all our dry ingredients and our wedding, and we'd have everything in nice little bowls like the show, you know, when you see these type presentations, right? And And we would talk, I mean, we would start out by, saying how much you know okay you, it takes three cups of flour and we'd go to pour the flour in and then we'd get off on some tangent about flour and how it was invented i mean it would just be craziness and you know we'd be like googling well let's talk about this who invented flour i'm like why are we talking about this but such is our minds and where it goes right <laughs> but anyway so I, I love the fact that we have incorporated cookie recipes, and um, it's interesting because when when Pam and I started talking about the concept for the show, um, and it was just still kind of an idea rolling around in our brains, um, you know, we specifically said we were going to be movies and music and movies. We we're going to focus on all the new for 2017. But as we have kind of gotten into this, and and now I will say, Pam is the one that came up with the whole, let's incorporate the cookie recipes. I think, folks, don't tell her I said this, but I think she is getting in the holiday spirit ever so slowly. And I've known this woman for a long time, and I've never known her to talk about Christmas cookies in November. (laughs) She's trying to drown me out, can y'all tell? But I can tell you as a testament. I have known her for about seven years now, and I've never known her to talk about Christmas cookies in November, much less Christmas music or Christmas movies. I think it's working, folks. Let's keep at it. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, well, I was so we... excited. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I can see it now, folks. By the time we get to Christmas week, our last show of the season, um, we're going to be talking about the whole spread. I mean, we're going to have the whole meal. We're going to have dessert. We're going to have, I mean, I can just see it. it's going to be a big bang to the end of the season. Just wait and see. We're going to be bringing gifts. We may invite 98 degrees over and we'll do a live thing then. Pam, stop working on that. So seriously, I, yeah, mean, okay. I, I can see it now. The show is building upon itself as we go forward. I mean, you know, so anyway, um, yeah. but all fun aside, I mean, I we do, we're, as we go, we may continue to kind of present some things to you that um, in addition to music and movies um, that are just so part of the holidays, because I mean, let's face it, food is a huge part of the holiday season. Exactly. Um, people gain weight during the holiday season because there's so much eating going on. And, um, and so, I mean, and who doesn't love a good Christmas cookie? I mean, you think about all the many Christmas cookie recipes that there are. Um, and, uh, I mean, you could just get I, – I always have this goal every year when I start looking at all the new cookie recipes and the dessert recipes coming out for the holiday season. And I'm always thinking, oh, I'm going to go in the kitchen, and on a whole Saturday I'm just going to make all kinds of cookies, and it never happens. So I know. I know. I I used to actually make quite a few of them, but as the years go by and the kids get older and whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of just move away from doing that stuff. But now that you and I both have babies in our lives, you know, and toddlers that uh, 
you kind of go back to doing it right. again. So I think it just you know keeps coming around 180. Now yeah, speaking of right. which, what is your favorite holiday cookie? Well, when I say this, you're going to go, yes, I would expect nothing less. But it is just a good old Toll House out of the oven chocolate chip cookie. That's my favorite cookie. I knew you were going to say that. I just had I that feeling. Knew. Why? I mean, why? I'm so predictable. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. Um, yeah, but I, I love um, – I love a lot of different cookies. I love um, gingerbread, and well, that's not a cookie, but I like um, gingerbread men. And I've never made those. I've always wanted to. Um, I like sugar cookies, but chocolate chip cookies, Toll House, making them from scratch, eating them as they come out of the oven when they're still warm. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's like y'all can have the rest of them. I'm gonna eat these. <laughs> so, yeah. but what is your favorite? What is your favorite cookie? As much as I love the Toll House cookies, and Mind you, my son just made me some last weekend, so those are fresh on my mind. But every single year for Christmas, my husband buys me the almond crescent. Those are my favorite to have once a year. I'd probably eat them throughout the year, but I actually don't see them sold in the stores, so maybe I should find a recipe and make those. Have you ever well, had them? you know what? Maybe. I mean, I don't think you or I would ever, like, try to dream of doing anything live just because. I mean, if people could see how we look on air, we've got our hair up. Well, I can't speak for you, Pam. But (laughs) my hair is up. My reading glasses are on. My headset is on. I mean, this is not real presentable for live video. But what I would love to do is make some of these cookies through the holidays and post pictures of them on our social media and on Twitter. And also... We invite you, if you've got favorite cookie recipes or desserts or just whatever you like to make at Christmas time, we would love to see some of your pictures. Um, and, and for that matter, you know, how you decorate for the holidays. Um, send us your pictures, you know, of your Christmas tree or, you know, your favorite foods or just whatever you would like to share. And you can share it to our social media, um, our Facebook pages, the Christmas Station Facebook page, Take Two Radio Facebook page, um, you know, and also on our Twitter, um, Take Two Radio, the Christmas FM and Xmas Movies. And uh, we would love to see it. And then we will post that on our website and also get share it out there. We, we would love to be able to do that. So uh, please, we invite you. Um, we want this, you know, we bring this show to you, but the show is also yours, and we invite you to be a part of it as well. So, um, so Almond Crescents, Pam, there you go. You got to make some, and, um, and then you got to post a picture. <laughs> Don't hold me to it, but I'll try. <laughs> okay. Well, even try. if you gotta buy some and put them on a plate and make it look like you made them, that's okay. <laughs> we won't because tell honestly, anybody, right? I'm here. I've never had an almond crescent, and I'm kind of thinking, okay, what do these look like? Have I ever seen them in the stores, or have I seen them like at a party I've been to where people brought or cookie exchanges? You know, people do those, and um. You know, and so, and and we would love to know that. What is your favorite cookie that you like to eat this time of year? And um, do you leave cookies and milk out for Santa, you know, and carrots for the reindeer? Do you guys do that, Pam? Did you ever do that at any we point? Used your, we used kids? to. We used to. Yeah. Yeah, we mm-hmm. used to do that when they were little. And um, we used to buy, the, it was a little baggy of reindeer stuff, and it would have glitter in it and things like that mm-hmm. that you put out to 
you know, show Santa the way to your house or something. And mm-hmm. then, of course, leave out milk and cookies. Um, and we did that as kids as well. I think oh, yeah. something I mean, that every child probably does. Yeah. And to me, that was always a lot of fun to do that. And, um, you know, and the and the kids really were excited, um, especially when Santa had come. Remember, we have children that may listen to this program. Um, when Santa would arrive, and then the next morning when they would get up to see what he brought, and they would see that there would be no cookies left, but there would be crumbs. And, um, you know, and, and they were just really excited about that. So, um, but it was a great tradition. And, um that we always enjoyed and of course you know after the kids are tucked in bed I don't know if you ever did this but I would always stuff out for Santa and you know of course they were Toll House cookies always and I'd always eat a few myself (laughs) I'd always eat extra so Santa had some cookies for Christmas but you know on that note I wonder how many chocolate chip cookies he eats in a night you know, or cookies in general, but I'm, I wonder what cookie it is that he eats the most on all his stops around the world every Christmas Eve. That would be interesting. Exactly. Exactly. And I wonder you what know, his favorite cookie his is. Figure. <laughs> he's got to keep his figure, so he's got to eat those well, cookies. Well, for sure. For <laughs> sure. I mean, he waits all year for this one night, right? But um, mm-hmm. I had read somewhere that Santa's favorite cookie was sugar cookie. But I might be wrong yeah. on that. I think so, too. I think I remember reading that as well. Which nobody makes sugar cookies, I'm sure, like Mrs. Claus. So um, right. we're just all trying to ha- be close <laughs> close to that in our cookie making. But seriously, um, you know, if you have a favorite cookie recipe and you would like to share that with us, uh, please do so. We would love to, um, you know, the more the merrier um, in we can have like our own little cookie exchange here on our show. Uh, you can post the, you know, uh, if there's a link to a, a recipe that you like to make and, or you've got the recipe and you want to post it on our social media, please do. We, we would love to compile this stuff and, um, you know, and then have our, our virtual cookie exchange, uh, which will be really fun. And um, so anyway, but um, Pam, I tell you, cookies aside boy I sure wish I had some cookies right now by the way <laughs> I was talk, I'm sitting here going I'm so seriously thinking about getting off air and going into the kitchen and making some Toll House cookies I'm not even kidding um, but anyway uh, we have come to the end of this week's show and uh, once again all good things must come to an end but I've had a great time tonight chatting with you Pam and and just um Having fun, as always, on this show. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> know that I love talking with you about many different things, and this is just one of them. Oh, and can we talk about many different things? <laughs> <laughs> Never a dull moment with us, too. I'm telling you, we need a reality show. Um, but anyway, uh, well, it has been a great show, and uh, we have enjoyed bringing you uh, the review of the upcoming Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mystery uh, movies that will be on and uh, this coming weekend. And also the review of the brand new 98 Degrees Let It Snow album for 2017. And so, um, and Pam will have that posted on her Take Two Radio website uh, very soon. And it'll be linked where you can go and pick it up at Amazon. And it hasn't been, it just dropped. So it's just, you know, just brand new. 
So if you don't already have it and you've liked what you've heard tonight, you definitely want to include that in your collection. But um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. We are so glad to have you here, and we will be back here again next Sunday night to review more movies and another brand-new holiday album for 2017. Pam, did you have anything you wanted to add as before we close the show? Um, absolutely not. You said it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just, again, it's that twin thing. I, I think we were twins separated at birth because she says what's mm-hmm. in my head. I say what's in her head, and we just go from there. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, and you think we've never met in real life. You would think we had because we are so joined at the hip and turn literally almost um the way we think about things and and she, she literally is thinking something and i'm saying it or vice versa and um, that's just the mark of great friendship but um but yeah but we will have another great show for you and i'm sure it will be highly entertaining as it always is next week and we might even have cookies while we're on air you never know um so go find those almond crescents pam and i'll bring the toll house and, um, okay. and then we'll bring the drink of choice. How about that? Um, Sounds good. <laughs> and we'll have a great time. But thanks again, everyone, for tuning in tonight. We'll be back here next Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. And uh, in the meantime, check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and the like, and our website. And, um, and before we close tonight, as we have started a tradition with the show this year, we're going to play another version of White Christmas because, as we addressed in episode one, White Christmas is Pam's favorite Christmas song. Yes, she has a favorite Christmas song, folks, of all time. <laughs> Bing Crosby's version. And she loves the movie White Christmas, not to be confused. Um, but we decided from the word go that every week before we close the show, we would play a version of White Christmas done by another artist. So this week, our version is by whom, Pam? Pentanox or Pentanix. Pentanix? Is that how you say it? I've never heard of them before you gave me this song. Okay, you can't speak pentatonics, and I can't speak Italian, so we're good. (laughs) (laughs) This is what friends are for. It's actually pronounced pentatonics. Okay. Pentatonics, but I I think it's kind of like the first T is silent, so it's pentatonics. Or at least that's how I've heard it pronounced. Um, but anyway, they, of course, um, are not uh, strangers to Christmas music and doing Christmas music a cappella. And they have a version of White Christmas that is out. And it is absolutely divine. And um, their voices, harmony, and a cappella vocals are just amazing. So Pam and I couldn't think of a better way to end our show this week with Pentatonix version of White Christmas. So... For Christmas Movie Spotlight, I'm Dawn, and I'm Pam, and we're wishing you all a wonderful evening and a great week ahead, and we'll see you back here again next Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. Take care, all. God bless, and good night. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Cheers.
Do you 